Uh, welcome back. We are back at it again with another episode of Pill Perspective Podcast. My name is Chuck. I'm a fourth year student at West Coast University. My name is Aditya. I am also a fourth year at West Coast University. Hey, Chuck. Uh, today's topic I know is about antiplatelet uh, medications. And yeah, you, you know what, Deets? Hold that thought. We actually have a call right now. A caller? That's right. It's a new thing I'm testing out where listeners can call in and ask questions about the topic. I call it Chuck's Counseling Corner. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure you just made that up and that's not, it's not a real thing. Uh, 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 I can't hear you over the sound of the caller. Uh, hey, thank you so much for calling in. Please introduce yourself and ask your question. <clears throat> Hello, my name is just, just, just Anthony. Yes, just Anthony. And I really enjoy the podcast. I listen to it every day. Wow. Wow, that wow. You just you sound like a very real girl, a very real name. And this is this is very real. That, very realistic. That, that's a weird compliment, but I'll take it. Uh, well, you know what? I think Chrysanthony is a very beautiful name. Uh, what is your question? Well, I'm very interested in antiplatelets. What kind of antiplatelets are there? Oh, you know, that's actually a good question, even though you're not real. Uh, there's aspirin. Clopidogrel, generic for Clavix, Ticogrelor, generic for Berlanta, Prosigrel, generic for Effiant, just to name a few. You can split up the antiplatelets into different categories based on their mechanism of action, such as platelet aggregation and glycoprotein platelet inhibitors. Sounds like a lot of mechanisms to cover in a five-minute podcast. Oh, I have loads of time. Please explain it to me. You know what? You got to please the fans, man. Okay, so the thing with antiplatelets is that they all work on platelets just in different areas. Let me tell you how aspirin works. I got this one. So aspirin inhibits platelet aggregation by inhibiting the production of thromboxane A2, which is a substance made by platelets that causes blood clotting and encourages platelet aggregation. They do this via the irreversible process of the enzymes cyclooxygenase 1 and cyclooxygenase 2, thus inhibiting the prostaglandin synthesis pathway. Prostaglandins are lipids associated with inflammation, pain, and fever, and are the precursors of thromboxane 2 Oh, that's cool. How does clopidogrel, tigagreler, and presigrel work? So clopidogrel is actually the generic of Plavix. Uh, it's actually a prodrug that is metabolized by the enzyme cytochrome P450 in the liver to an active metabolite that irreversibly blocks the receptors called adenosine triphosphate P2Y12 on the platelets. By doing this, they prevent activation of ADP-mediated glycoprotein GP2B-3A complex, which is necessary for platelet aggregation. Knowing that, Ticagrelor, generic for Valenta, and Prasagrel, generic for Effiant, work similarly, but Ticagrelor is reversible. This is definitely a lot of information, but in a nutshell, all these drugs prevent platelet aggregation, which will prevent blood clots in patients that are prescribed them. These medications sound dangerous. Are there side effects associated with these medications? Uh, absolutely. Some people feel headache, nausea, arrhythmias, peripheral edema, upper gastrointestinal bleeding because of chronic gastritis, hemorrhage, thrombocytopenia, and even hematuria. They do sound a bit scary at first, but they're used often because they can really help save a person's life. For instance, these medications can be used for patients who are diagnosed with cardiac conditions such as acute coronary syndrome, acute ischemic stroke, stable angina, acute pericarditis, atrial fibrillation with a high risk of stroke, and primary prevention of venous thromboembolisms. These medications are contraindicated in patients who have a stroke within two years, history of intracranial hemorrhage, which is bleeding in the skull, major surgery within 72 hours, end-stage renal disease, basically 
kidney failure. So they need hemodialysis or blood pressure over 200, over 110 millimeters of mercury. This has been really helpful, Chuck. Um, one more important thing to remember about antiplatelet therapy is to counsel patients about signs and symptoms of bleeding, such as new bruises or tarry stools. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for teaching me about antiplatelets. I learned a lot. You guys are always the best, especially Chuck. He's really cool. Uh, it's great having you on the podcast, Just Anthony. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Wow. Um, right. Thanks, everyone. Hey, thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. For those of you who are enjoying the soundtrack, the artist is L. Jones, and the song is called Mango Kimono.